Good afternoon, my friends. Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. It's 21 May 2020. I feel pretty productive. I've gotten, I believe, three or four solid podcasts with guests on this platform. And it, it, the last one I had a little bit of an issue with, some technical uh, conversation breaking up sort of thing, which is the first time I've experienced that. Otherwise, the connections were very good. I don't know if that was the location in which I was conducting the podcast or proximity to wireless, but that was a first. It's a little frustrating because I had a great guest on there that I really can't afford to have any technical flaws interrupting our conversation. That's my good friend Coop, so we're going to have to do that again. But I've gotten four, you know, probably four, perhaps five solid podcasts over the past week put together some interesting guests, some awesome conversation, uh, highly motivating, highly informative, and so I've loved that. What's going on today? All right, it's been a beautiful day, 60 degrees, in the, it's actually 70 degrees and sunny, went down to the Mennonite market, said hello to my friends, got stocked up on some possibles there, on some standard grocery items. Shot the shit a little bit. I went back to the house, had a nice meal, did some training with my son, some throwing of the football and some tumbling with Lily and some things done around the house. You could tell that there wasn't a whole lot of work getting done on a day like today. So stinking beautiful. See if we can let these guys in, do a good deed. Or we don't have to. All right, there you go. Letting those guys out, being a fucking good guy. Hard-working guys with their COVID masks on, kinds of rakes and shovels and shit in the back of their truck. What's going on here? Hey, the meat production plant. We got a full parking lot there at, at uh, JBS, so they aren't fucking around. They're back to work, however they possibly can be. Right? Hear a lot about those current events with meat packing plant personnel getting sick with COVID-19, and then not being able to work, not being able to produce our food items, that's not a good thing, right? Whether you're a vegetarian or not, which I'm not, you know, you fucking start messing with food stores, people are going to be going nuts. People are going crazy. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Here we got this, uh, this quote that I just came across. A buddy of mine shared it. He says, uh, it, it's a uh, cartoon, black and white image of a guy standing in the aisle on an airplane, and he's saying, he's got his hands up in the air, he says, these stinking pilots, they've lost touch with regular passengers like us. Who thinks I should fly this plane? And I think that that is just a perfect analogy, perfect example of what's happening right now where people are losing their shit, We've discussed uh, quarantine fatigue, which is a real thing. I've got it. Everybody's got it. Read a bunch of scientific articles about how you know, people who are in charge from public health point of view, they are um, they're warning that we could have a second spike in this virus. And it just makes sense, right? Since the numbers were climbing and then we quarantined and trying to do everything right, supposed to give the public health establishment, our healthcare 
hospitals and ICUs and all that shit a break. And uh, that was the goal. But when everybody comes back out of their homes and resumes work and school and recreation the way that they want to, people heading out down the beach, hitting the friggin' boardwalk, going to bars and restaurants, people want that big time. I think that many people want that and they're comfortable with getting just that at the, at the expense of health or the health of other people. They assume that they're not going to get sick because maybe they're young and healthy-ish. Um, but it's almost like they're okay with their elder, elder population Maybe grandma, grandpa, mom or dad, you know, Uncle Chuck who's got diabetes. There's a real risk for these people. Everybody knows that. But people are getting up in arms now. They're like, you believe this governor, believe the restrictions they're imposing here? In Pennsylvania, of course, I'm talking specifically about because our numbers are are higher. For instance, in the state, we've got Philadelphia right here. So... This is a built-up area, man. It's a gigantic historical city. And not too far from New York and Baltimore. And this is where, along the East Coast, we've got a, a pretty, still got a significant situation here. People come out of quarantine, go back to work and business as usual. Bad things could certainly happen. And none of us want that. But we also don't want to be holed up in our homes anymore. So here this airplane scenario is kind of an interesting commentary on it because people here's this passenger is up in arms because these smug pilots they, they lost touch with us let's teach them a lesson how about I fly this plane the reality is dude you don't know shit about flying a plane you don't know shit about navigation through the skies you can't freaking take off and you can't land and you don't know how to fucking do these things. This is specialized knowledge and you just have to understand and appreciate and take your little leap of faith that the pilot is well trained and knows exactly what they're fucking doing and the co-pilot and the flight attendants and all that shit. It's their job. You know, let them do it. But we have this sense, particularly in America, probably it's, it's a human Scenario, but certainly in um, the Western world where things are good and we've got plenty of money and stuff and options, we think that we can pull everything off together. We don't, for lack of our understanding of a situation, we think that we can just wing it or YouTube it or Google it or something. And, uh, hey, I know everything about this subject. You don't fucking know everything about it. And in a situation like this, we've got uh, the politicians who, I'm sure none of them want to be in this situation. But there are plenty of citizens out there who think that this is some sort of power grab. And this is, this is a, uh, a conspiracy to take our rights away. I think that that is stupid. I don't think that anybody is enjoying this right now. Not China, not Donald Trump, not um, your state governor or anyone. I mean, this is a fucking shitty situation. And 
we just have to under, appreciate, understand that there's things that we don't understand and that you know, there are friends and family members who are nurses and doctors and uh, you know, respiratory therapists and whoever that works in healthcare can tell you some pretty sad stories, right? About family members, uh, fragile family members losing these people. I know some some folks who have lost family members. Yes, most of them were elderly. But, you know, we got a 90-year-old grandma. I've said that before. Great-grandma. My parents are elderly. They, they require health... Uh, you know, they have health care needs. They have appointments to keep. They have... You know, I got to watch my... They got to watch their... Their heart... Their blood pressure and their, you know, shit like that. My dad had a minor stroke. Well, if dad winds up falling in the yard just because he's 75 years old and comparatively weak and then he has to go to an ER somewhere in upstate New York and contracts COVID that's going to be a very unfortunate situation this is my father you know these are my family members and so I don't know I'm very astounded by the reactions from some people that think that this is some kind of conspiracy and that really this is a bunch of bullshit and we don't need masks and we don't need meds and we don't need uh, quarantines. I think that that is a very naive point of view, an ignorant point of view, and I would expect, I would hope that people would know better than to open their fucking mouths about shit that they know nothing about, right? Under normal circumstances, if somebody's got a freaking clogged up toilet, they might try to figure it out themselves at first, but when they cannot, they're going to call a plumber, are they not? They're going to do their go through their little Rolodex or Google a plumber and somebody's going to come in and uh, that knows how to fix the shit and they're going to make everything better. That would be our normal method of uh, solving a problem. So that's pretty interesting, the way that people are all up in arms right now about this. Some people I know and love are second-guessing the way the schools, how their their plans or lack thereof for returning kids to school. Um, I can only assume that they just lack perspective and a sense of what it really means to be responsible for thousands of kids, millions of kids returning um, to school. And if one gets sick or a teacher gets sick or the building gets sick, then what the fuck do you do? You know what I mean? So there's still a lot of unknowns and, and the uncertainty is there. And I know myself included, I'm hoping that with the sunshine that there's going to be in the fair weather coming spring and summer memorial day this weekend this is going to be interesting for the news because we're going to see a whole lot of people out and about operating like it was you know three years ago and they're just they they're going to be staying around barbecues and heading down the beach and the whole nine yards because they feel like they need to do that and um 
If so, if they do, then then they have the freedom to do that. Then uh, they should, you know, they if that's what they want. But don't be surprised if uh, it bites you in the ass, or more than likely somebody else in the ass. I think we still need to err on the side of caution. We still still need to think of other people. As I'm sitting out here in the parking lot of Lowe's in Hatfield, Pennsylvania, I see this gigantic woman. Uh, fixing her hair and glasses in an adjacent car love and respect to her, but you know She's maybe she shouldn't be out and about people don't realize how they could be fertile ground for disease and obesity or morbid obesity is a, a significant public health threat liability so um, Man, it's a shitload of people going into Lowe's man I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I just don't want to wait any fucking line standing there. Tomorrow will be raining and you won't see anybody out here. See fucking two people. There'll be no lines. But let me go give this a shot. So, in closing, folks, I'm not saying that I got it all figured out either. I just think that uh, with that cartoon in mind that there are people out there that assume that they think they got it figured out and this is all a ruse and hey you know by the way even with a vaccine there's 50,000 people who die every year from the flu these are the same people that think that there's fucking chemtrails and shit that are being they're poisoning us and uh big pharma's conspiring to destroy the world and so on and so forth. We definitely have some excess and some problems that we need to mitigate and some asymmetries and some greed and hope and some pollution. So hopefully this uh, this time that we're going through this very difficult time with this pandemic it opens some eyes and gives us an appreciation and thanks for what we have and a little bit of clarity if not wisdom as to really you know what it takes you know we're, we're sitting on the cusp of um, potentially a second wave if everybody decides that they're going to go to Lowe's for the Memorial Day sales what is it going to look like are our rates going to skyrocket? Sure. Is every person that's walking into Lowe's right now, how many, what's their sphere of influence? Where have they been? Where have they been going? Did they just pick up their mail and sort through it that, uh, that you know, traveled far, from far and wide, uh, delivered, stuck in their mail slot? Passed over however many hands? Do they just eat some an apple that was sorted by a grocer who, uh, you know, just went to the gas station and picked up a little critter? And this person over here, they just get out of the hospital and and get cleared of of uh, you know COVID or uh, supposedly uh, recover from it. And they're out and about walking around. How many time bombs we got out there walking around that not deliberately 
but they, they could be spreading this thing. They could be, literally be killing other people and just don't necessarily give a fuck. Not only that, they don't even know. They don't even have the perspective of knowing whether or not they've been exposed to this thing because we ain't got no goddamn testing. So you can't expect people to be, you know, um, ultra careful if they're not even sure that they've been exposed. If they were exposed, would they know it? Have they had any a cough or any symptoms, anything like that? Um, are they a carrier of this virus? They might not have. They probably have no clue, right? I had something else to say on this note. Anyway, we just, you know, we don't know. I think it's still uh, the most important thing that we can all have right now is a little bit of empathy, a little bit of feeling other people's pain, even if you can't understand, even if you live in an, a rural area and don't get how all the stores aren't yet open and you're worried about the economy like we all are. Nobody wants a shitty economy. Nobody wants their pockets pulled inside out because they have no fucking cash. Nobody wants long-term to be on unemployment. I think they'd rather uh, feel like they were gainfully employed and they had a future and something to look forward to and something to work at. People like to feel productive. I don't think anybody really would be okay sitting at home for a year with a fucking... Um, unemployment checks coming in, nor will that be permitted. So, anyway. I'm heading over to the office, going to stop in Lowe's, I'll come tell you later about my adventures.